Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Last Wednesday and Thursday, the last two days you heard me on the air, I spoke uh, Psalms, and I'm going to continue the Psalms because they have continued to touch my life the last three weeks, and I have been into the Psalms, and I want to continue sharing with you because I am sharing from the depths of my heart. I want you to see the power of Almighty God. I want you to recognize who God is in your life and how he has come and how he has sent Jesus Christ to be your Savior, Jesus Christ to forgive you of your sins and to come into your life and lead you in a new way, in a new direction. Our Heavenly Father, thank you very much for every single person listening today. Lord, bless their lives, not just bless their lives, but Lord, bless their families Bless their spouses, their children, their brothers, their sisters. Bless them. May they see you and see you clearly. May they respond to you. May they be open to you. May they be open to the words of Psalms in the Bible. May the word of David from, the, from God share great truths. And Lord, may we follow you all the way. I pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. So, so far I've shared out of Psalms 30, out of Psalms 34, and this morning in my prayer time, I was in Psalm number 40 in my study time, and I was touched by Psalm 40. I actually read a number of Psalms, but Psalm 40 stuck out to me. And I'm sharing with you some Psalms that stick out with me, and I don't know how many more Psalms I'll share with you, probably at least one more this week, tomorrow, but after that I'll probably move forward, but I just, I just... I have been so touched by it. I can tell you, just touched by the reality of David of old. He was, this was not just a story. This was a man who had a, an incredible life. He was living his life and he's sharing the truth. It's like you sharing your, your story of your life. Like you've heard my story many times in my life, growing up as a young child in a wonderful Christian home and being raised by great parents and 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 being involved in a number of churches. My dad pastored a church in when I was born in Pendleton, Oregon, and he pastored a church there for years and then moved on to Clarkston, Washington, then moved into Portland, Oregon, and then moved to Caldwell, Idaho, where I spent most of my life. And then, then even in his 70s, he moved to Ellensburg, Washington, and, and helped a church there. Then he moved to Junction City, Oregon, and helped a church there until I brought him back at about age 74 to have him help me the last 10 years of his life at Cloverdale in Boise. I'm so thankful. I remember those are stories. I'll never forget those stories. I'm reminded often of the stories, and I remind you often of the stories of my family, and I know you would have stories of your family because it has shaped who you are. My family has shaped who I am. And they certainly taught me Jesus and showed me Jesus. Psalm 40, I waited patiently for the Lord. He turned to me and he heard my cry. See, sometimes our problem is, and you know, listening to me, I have a problem with patience. I want things and I want them now. I don't want to be stuck in traffic. I don't want to be going through some kind of road construction. That isn't, I don't like that. But you know, the Lord says, David says, I waited patiently for the Lord, and he turned to me, and he heard my cry. I can tell you this, folks, from experience. God hears our cry. 
Are you crying out to him today? Do you have a need today? Do you have a situation today that you need him to intervene? The Lord will hear your cry. He lifted me out of the slimy pit, out of the mud and mire. He set my feet on a rock and gave me a firm place to stand. He was there for me. But no one else was. My God was there for me. My God is always there for me. He put a new song in my mouth, a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see and fear the Lord and put their trust in him. Folks, he can put a song in your heart. As you know, again, as you listen to me, many times songs come to my mind. You know, I just think of all sorts of songs. You know, the other day I was telling you about it was at a funeral. They sang this one song and they then they sang this other one, the one that the most familiar song, probably in Christendom, maybe one of the most familiar, Amazing Grace. Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now am found, was blind, but now I see. You know what? John Newton wrote that song. John Newton wrote that song. He was on a slave ship years ago, and he was living wildly and carousing and drunk. And and anyway, long story short, he fell in the ocean. And and when he was in the ocean, somebody saved him. You know how they saved him? They shot a harpoon gun, shot him in the leg, and dragged him in. Does that sound horrible? Yes, it does. But you know what it did? It saved his spiritual life. They brought him in. And he started thinking about his life. And as he dwelled on things, he realized that he was a wretch. But Jesus Christ saved him, saved a wretch like him. And he was lost, but now he was found. He was blind, but now he sees. And then he went on to write great songs and be an incredible theologian. But he was once lost. Folks, we are all once lost until we start believing in Jesus Christ and putting our faith and trust in him. He put a new song in my mouth, a hymn of praise to our God. Blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, who does not look to the proud, to those who turn aside to false gods. Many, Lord, my God, are the wonders you have done, the things you planned for us. None can compare with you. Were, were, to, were I to speak, were I to speak and tell of your deeds, they would be too many to declare. Sorry about my reading there. But yes, when you start thinking what God has done, sometimes take an inventory. Sometimes just take a mental inventory and recognize and write down those many things that God has done for you because God has done great things. I am so fortunate to live in Boise, Idaho. I love the Treasure Valley. I think the Treasure Valley is awesome. I think we have great people. I know we have a great state house because I know many people at the state house. And I'm telling you what, there are some of the finest people you'll ever meet in the state house. I'm so proud to be a part of that. And I pray that you would just continue to pray for your leaders. Pray for all those that are in office, local and abroad. I think it's very important. He said, blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord. Blessed is one when you trust in God. Then I said, here I am. I have come. It is written about me in the scroll. I desire to do your will, my God. Your law is within my heart. I proclaim your saving acts of great in the great assembly. I do not seal my lips, Lord, as you know. 
I pray God never seals our lips. I pray that we praise his name wherever we're at, in the field, in the work, in our homes, in our church, that we praise the name of Jesus, that we're never ashamed of Jesus Christ. He says, I do not hide your righteousness in my heart. I speak of your faithfulness and your saving help. I don't hide it in my heart. People, are you hiding God in your heart? Are you hiding your relationship with God in your heart? Or are you speaking it out? Are you sharing it with others? Are you trying to help others by sharing the good news of Jesus? I have a great staff at, at, at the church I pastor, and uh, they are great, every single one of them. But my pastor, Dewey, uh, he's my children's pastor. That guy is so charismatic and so in love with God that, I mean, he just, he he speaks it almost wherever he goes. He walks around praying. He reminds me of my father, and even though he's younger than I am, but he reminds me of my father. He's many times, if you're walk, driving by Cloverdale, if you see somebody walking around the parking lot, just looking down, it's Pastor Dewey walking around the parking lot praying for God to be in our church, praying for God to be in our community, praying for our neighbors, praying for friends, because that's what he does. And my, and they're all, TJ and D and Max and Gary, every single one of them uh, are just the most amazing, amazing people. And I'm so grateful for every one of my staff. Do not withhold your mercy from me, Lord. May your love and faithfulness always protect me. For troubles without number surround me. My sins have overtaken me, and I cannot see. They are more than the hairs of my head, and my hearts fail within me. David is admitting all his sins. He's saying, they're more than the hairs of my head. David has been humble. He's saying, hey, I am not a perfect person. I haven't had the perfect life. There's things that I've really, I've just not done right. People, all of us have th- done things that probably aren't right. And to recognize that. If we walk around saying, well, you know, man, I, I am Mr. Super Spiritual. I have things together. I've always got it together. You can just trust my life because I'm just, I'm close to perfect. Well, then, you know, you're probably in trouble. You better be humble before God and admit that we all need help. And sometimes it's just our attitudes. Sometimes we just have a poor attitude. That would be a poor attitude to say that. He says, be pleased to save me, Lord. Come quickly, Lord, to help me. Come quickly. May all who want to take my life be put to shame and confusions. May we all desire by ruin be turned back in disgrace. May those who say to me, aha, aha, be appalled at their own shame. But may all who seek you rejoice and be glad in you. May all who seek you rejoice and be glad in you. Folks, are you rejoicing? Are you glad in the Lord? Are you living that? Song, rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. You can. Today you can. And then in the last verse he says, But as for me, I am poor and needy. May the Lord think of me. You are my help, my deliverer. You are my God. Do not delay. You know, as I've been reading through the Psalms, all I could think about was the depth of all these Psalms and how David wrote so incredibly and how much his thought pattern must have been. You have to think to come up with the words and how he calls upon God and, and his just his whole thought pattern. Do we spend time enough with God to have him alter our thought pattern that we can call upon him in truth ways, in ways that, that really seek his help and his guidance? Yes, we can. Yes, we can. Let's do it together. Let's you and I do it together. Oh, Lord, bless these people, I pray. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. 
LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.